Good people, welcome to episode 39 of the Underground Freeway Podcast. What's going on, my good people? I want to thank you guys for rocking with me. Huge, huge shout out to all of my loyal supporters. I appreciate you guys for vibing with me to this point. To all of my new listeners, I thank you. I welcome you. Uh, I hope that I provide a bunch of food for your thoughts. I also encourage you to backtrack and check out all of the prior episodes to this point and uh, catch a vibe with me. Uh, Let me get this out the way really quick. I'm still kind of indoors and outdoors, so you you might hear some of the elements. But like I said last uh, episode, that's all right. You know, I think it adds to the genuineness. Uh, We're not in a professional studio. So just kind of picture yourself, you know, sitting outside with me at a round table, just having a conversation, vibing with me. Um, You know, that's the deal. So moving on. Uh, Continuing on from last episode, even though this is not a part two type of thing, um, it's more so a process. So. Obviously, I'm going to do my best to not have this thing long winded and drawn out. But in the same token, be true to myself, stay true to myself and, you know, continuing to, you know, uh, express a a greater level of vulnerability and just kind of flush myself, rid myself of, you know, all of this uh, negativity and, and, you know, hurt and and things like that that I'm going through. So as you should expect, uh, I'm still struggling. You know what I mean? Uh, one episode or one conversation is is definitely not enough to overcome something of this magnitude in my life. You know, and, and by me saying that, I'm not trying to say that uh, what I'm going through is the worst thing in the world. I'm 100 percent positive that there's a bunch of people in this world that's going through worse than what I'm going through, you know, facing a whole lot worse than what I'm facing. So this is not a comparison of, you know, situation, but just more so me recognizing that uh, what I'm going through is pretty tough for me, uh, specifically at this point in time, you know, uh, in my life, mainly due to me just being tired. You know what I mean? Like you fight and you fight and you fight and you fight. Uh, because you know that you're supposed to because you have hope that, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel was is closer rather than, you know, further away. And um, I, I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to that feeling of just being tired, man, being exhausted and just wanting to give up. Like like what more can I possibly do to, you know, get this victory or, or you know have this breakthrough happen for me and that's kind of the point that I'm at in a bunch of different areas of my life because you know I've been pushing I've been trying I've been you know exhausting myself in every possible outcome that I mean not outcome every possible uh you know scenario and and you know opportunity I've just been doing any and everything that I could possibly do all to be told that you know it's not enough all to be treated like it wasn't enough uh, you know, to be told I'm not doing this good enough uh, to just completely flat out fail, you know, at doing something, you know. So case in point, I'm just giving a bunch of effort, you know, to a bunch of different things and to no avail, you know, is pretty much to no avail. And, um, you know, that definitely hurts. That's taxing, you know, on me, as I expressed before, you know, in regards to all of my relationships 
in my life, a uh, friend or family, um, and, and, you know, with uh, business ventures and, and just pretty much any and everything that I have going on. You know, one on the outside looking in may say to me, you know, that means you're close. You know, failing is not a bad thing. And they're 100% right. You know, you got to fail. You have to fail. You got to learn. You got to pick yourself up. And you got to go try again. Uh, but like I said, I'm just at that point where, you know, uh, I feel by myself. I am by myself. Um, and, you know, I, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired. You know what I mean? I covered a lot of things. Uh, from my past that contributed and still contributes to my current fight in the last episode, you know, and, and all in all, you know, the episode just consisted of me explaining the things that I just mentioned to you guys. And um, more importantly, it was a cry for help, you know, and if no one got that, it was a cry for help from that episode. I'm saying it now, you know, I need help. Um, I need more conversations. I need love, uh, plain and straight. I, I need help. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help uh there's no shame there's no embarrassment attached to you know me saying that i need help that's me recognizing exactly that you know i need help this fight is a little bit bigger at this point um for me to handle alone you know um am i capable uh am i prepared can i i'm pretty sure you know and and yes i am capable uh in all of those things but you know it'll be nice to have some genuine help, you know what I mean, to help me get through these feelings and, and, and emotions that I'm going through at this particular time uh, in my life. Um, you know, I want to be loved. I need to be loved. Uh, you know, I want to feel appreciated. I want to belong to something, you know, genuine, real, uh, and just flourish, you know, and live free in life. I think that all of us desire that. I think that that's a hope and a want, you know, that we all feel and, and you know go through um but it's not necessarily the case you know it's not our end result we all get it at different times you know so I mean I'm human just like you guys you know what I mean as much as I could I could I could get on this microphone and I could talk to you guys and, and sound you know uh strong and and you know like I got it figured out and you know I'm on the right track and things like that um I'm not you know what I mean I'm not gonna say that I'm weak because I know that I'm strong. I know that I'm capable, you know, which is a great thing for me. But for the people that don't know that they're strong enough, don't feel like they're strong enough, that feels like they're weak, that feel like they're weak, you know, um, I'm telling you guys that you, you're you not weak. You know, you're not strong. You, you are capable, you know, and I hope that by me coming on here, you know, still looking to serve you guys. In the midst of me going through what it is that I'm going through, you you get from that some strength and encouragement, you know, to continue on. Um, and this is not really for me to encourage you guys, but it's just to share and show you that I'm just like you. You know, you're not alone. And that's the biggest thing when, you know, we're all going through something is that we tend to feel like we're all alone, at least speaking for self, you know. When I'm going through something, I, I, I tend to think I'm, I'm the only person because when you take a look around, you know. And it just appears that everybody's happy. Everybody's doing this. Everybody got that. And it, it just so happens to be everything that you're lacking, everything that you don't have, you know. So you're like, wow, everybody else is so lucky. And then you, you easily fall into that woe is me thing. Um, thank goodness I'm not in that woe is me stage, you know. But fact of the matter is I am hurting. So, you know, I want to express these emotions uh, on this show because, 
you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a twofold thing for me. You know, not only am I able to complete a genuine show and fulfill the purpose of the show by, you know, gaining therapy for myself and providing some, you know, I believe to be valuable uh, information to other people that may be going through something that can relate. Um, also, I'm able to talk and still be by myself. You know, I find comfort. Um, you know, isolating myself in a lot of situations. So being that I'm here doing this show by myself, I'm somewhat isolated, but yet I still get to speak to so many people that tune into the show. I hope y'all understand what I mean by that. So, you know, it's a win-win for me uh, all across the board. So it's a pleasure to get on here and still serve you guys, you know, and provide, um, you know, uh, an episode of valuable information or what I believe to be, you know, valuable information. Moving on, um, you know, the reason why or, or a reason that contributes to, you know, uh, what I go through with isolation and I, you know, things like that. I'm, I'm a prisoner of my own mind, you know, always been, um, you know, my thoughts, man, I'll tell you, they could take me and it's, I, I blame it. My imagination is, is, you know, it's a gift and a curse. Um, you know, it could take me to very creative, great places. And it also can take me to very dark places. Um, you know, so monitoring that for me is, is a major key. Um, you know, and, and even though I have much experience, like I expressed last week or, or on last on the last episode um, with, you know, defeating depression once, you know, and just kind of having a handle on, you know, going through trials and tribulations and things like that. Um, as I mentioned before, I, I recognize that I'm not set up for this rematch so to speak, you know, with going through familiar symptoms of depression and, you know, whatever. Uh, so, I mean, it's getting the best of me. It's gotten the best of me. And uh, I refuse to lose. Um, case in point, I refuse to lose, you know, and it's a cry for help. So if anybody's out there, you know what I mean? You can relate. Uh, you're going through something. You got some kind words that you would like to, you know, share with me, have a conversation with me. I welcome you. You know what I mean? Um, just be genuine. You know what I mean? Because for me, uh, I, I, I'm very good at being able to discern, you know, energy. So if your energy isn't right, if it's motive driven for whatever reason, you know what I mean? I'm not going to respond. You know what I mean? I'm only responding to genuine ears and genuine love. So. You know, just come correct if you are indeed looking to, you know, contribute to helping me get through, you know, the things that I'm going through uh, personally, um, you know, and for the people listening, I hope that, you know, the things that I'm expressing here with you guys and sharing with you guys is genuine for you and, you know, it hits home for you. Uh, moving on. OK, so <laughs> on Wednesday, July 29th, this week, um, I cry like a baby out of nowhere again. Um, and let me say this also. I do not cry. I do not cry. And I don't say that as a boast. I say that because I'm in shock. Um, it's like all those years of my life where hurtful and traumatic situations happen, whether physical or emotional, um, you know, I didn't cry. I, I, 
I'm not a crier. I do not, you know, express emotion in that manner um, for no other reason, but I just don't. You know, it's not like I was told as a child, men don't cry or don't cry, be tough and things like that. I just, I was just shut off from those emotions, cold, you know, and um, it feels like now all of those tears that never fell want to fall. <laughs> they want to come out, you know, but the beauty of it for me is that I'm not fighting it. You know what I mean? I'm not telling myself that I shouldn't be crying or I'm trying to hold them back. I'm allowing the emotions to be released, you know, um, but to get back to it, you know, I cried and then I prayed, a.k.a. You know, I just spoke. I let it all out. I didn't have anybody to speak to. I just spoke. You know, I put it in the air, put it in the universe or however you want to put it. Um, you know, I just let it all out. Uh, what did I let out? I let out, you know, everything that I was feeling pretty much. So, you know, I know confusion is definitely a part of it. I'm, you know, I'm confused a little bit about different things because it's like I know in my heart, my intentions. I know what I've done, you know, but the narrative isn't that out in the open. And I'm having trouble with, you know, being OK with that narrative. So it causes confusion for me. You know, I start taking on things that I shouldn't be taking on, taking like when I say taking on, I'm talking about blame, um, you know, and things like that. Uh, making situations my fault that I know in my heart is not my fault. I know that I put my best foot forward in a bunch of different situations and, you know, it was to no avail. You know, nothing was given back. And I just feel like, you know, the arrogance of the other people involved you know, it's just totally dismissive of those efforts and, you know, um, the appreciation isn't there and, you know, so on and so forth. And that's frustrating. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, it's a cumulative effect for me. It's a bunch of different things all at once. It's not like I'm dealing with one situation, two situations. It's a I'm being hit from a bunch of different areas. So to be able to sit here and, you know, uh, manage all of these emotions from all of these different situations is taxing. It's taxing. And I think that that's where the, you know, um, being tired and exhausted, you know, feeling comes from. And that kind of explains to me why, you know, I, 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 you know, shed those tears the other day on on the 29th. You know, the emotions on overload. So it's like my body's probably like, man, we ain't got nothing else left to do but this. So let's just go for it. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, you know, um. Moving on, though, you know, cry, let the emotion out. It is what it is. Uh, for anybody, though, that's going through something, whether smaller, similar, uh, worse, you know, what I find to be useful, um, what I truly believe in is being honest with yourself. I've said this before. I'm going to always say it. I stand by it. You know, being honest with yourself is the ultimate key to growth. Um, to life you know what I mean we have got to look in the mirror and have that talk we got to face you know us and pull our own car and I'm good for doing that now I can easily beat myself up and I'm talking about me specifically now I'm very guilty of beating myself up you know and being extremely hard on myself like I just said to you taking on you know the blame and things like that when I shouldn't be um, you know, so I have that tendency to go overboard with being honest with myself. But because I recognize that uh, I, I can I can bring myself back like, all right, you want some bullshit. Let's let's scale back a little bit. Let's really be logic here and not fall into that, 
you know, woe is me trap. Um, you know, that that's me, though. You know, not everybody, for one, can look in the mirror and be, you know, honest with themselves and pull their own car. And two, uh, not everybody can, you know, scale back and recognize when they're falling into that woe is me trap. So, you know. Regardless, you still got to be honest with yourself. So if you're not capable of, you know, looking in the mirror and being honest with yourself, you have to speak to someone. You have to let it out. You have to. Um, and even still, the common denominator is honesty. So, you know, whether you you have that ability, you have that strength to look in the mirror and pull your own car, you know, and, and enhance your growth by yourself that way. Kudos to you. But you still got to be honest. If you're not at that point and, you you know, you need to speak to somebody, you need to have a conversation, a real conversation with somebody. You still got to be honest because no growth, no real change is going to come from any lies that you're telling yourself about whatever your situation is, whatever you're going through. You know, honesty gets you to the root cause of any and everything. So you got to be honest with yourself. You know, it's a lot of uh, breakthrough being activated and you being honest with yourself you know you get a lot of ah moments the light bulb goes off more times than not when you're being honest with yourself you know what i mean so even though you're speaking to somebody with you being honest you know it's it's you being honest with yourself even though you're being honest with them but they don't know that they don't know you like you know you you know you know what you're going through um all they're gonna know is what you're telling them so you got to be honest with yourself because that's the common denominator you know i stress that um and also, you know, with that, let me say this. No one person has the answers. So don't anticipate or expect, you know, whoever it is that you're speaking to to have all of the answers. Don't go into a conversation with that person thinking that they're going to give you, you know, um, all of the answers and aha moments, you know, to your situation. Honesty is the key. Please do not forget that. You know, stay true to that. Be honest. Just speak. Let it all out. You know, as I'm attempting to do here on this podcast with you guys, you know, and just hold on to that hope that your breakthrough is active uh, through your honesty. Um, you know, we all got the power. It's, it's, it's very difficult to see in the midst of, you know, the storm. And trust me, I know that I'm going through it right now as we speak. Um, but one thing I was told was look at your life, you know, look at everything you have in your life right now um, that others would literally kill to have in their life. And you're still not happy. I'm still not happy. So our breakthrough is not in, you know, any person. It's not any it's not in any specific circumstance uh, or material thing, you know. So don't expect when you have a conversation with somebody that they're going to have the answers. That's where your breakthrough is at. Or, you know, um, if and when I get this job or move into this new house or new apartment or move to this new state, everything is going to be better. Or if, you know, I get this new car or I get this piece of jewelry or whatever, that that's going to make me feel better. Your breakthrough and your happiness is not in any of those things. In speaking to somebody else and being honest, that's a situation that can help you get to, you know, your breakthrough. Because obviously you're being honest, you're, you're trying to find the root and you're going to eventually get to the root cause of whatever is going on. Also, you know with material things and situations i think that can more so help you from a goal standpoint so if you set some goals and you start to see yourself you know attain those goals that 
provide some encouragement, but your happiness and your breakthrough is not in, you know, the actual thing that you're attaining. I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, so just be mindful of that. Uh, it's, it's, it's always worse, number one. Uh, and two, you know, our happiness is not in any specific cir circumstance, person, or material thing. You know, it's in us. It's in you. It's in me. We got that power. That's it. We got to activate that power. And like I said before, honesty is the greatest starting point for that. Um, you know, we need love. We need honesty. We need uh, loving ears. We need genuine attention. Um, it's real life. You know what I mean? This is real life. And that that's what it is. Like, we got to remove all distractions, all uh, fake energy. You know what I mean? Um, Motive-driven energy. We got to remove all of that. And, and, you know, get down to the nitty gritty uh, so we could get to the root cause of us because it's it's a for real thing, you know, with our lives, you know, shit like situations like this really don't get serious until somebody do something serious. You know, um, it takes something to happen for people to learn. So somebody will be going through what they're going through. Right. They'll be crying out for help and nobody really would be paying them attention. And, you know what I mean? You may have friends or family that. You know, oh, you got to talk to me. You got to talk to me. Come on, I'm here for you. And they're just, they're, they're saying all of this positive shit that they're there for you, right? But they're spotty at best in quote unquote them being there for you and their efforts, you know? All of that spotty at best. Um, you know, you're crying out. You need to speak to them. They're not available maybe, you know, or they give you half-assed responses. They're not really actively listening to you. Whatever the case may be, they just do a lot of talking, a lot of lip service. You know, there's a meme out there, too, that describes it. I'm pretty sure y'all have seen it where, like, you got the guy inside of a ditch and then the other person's on top, you know, on ground surface. And he has a ladder laying right next to him, but he's like extending his hand in the hole, pretending to help pull this person up. That It's a lot of those out there, you know, and they're closer to you than you think. Um, you know, and no, it never becomes real to those people until you go do something like kill yourself or attempt to kill yourself or, you know what I mean? Like it never gets real until it's real. Um, and that's sad. You know what I mean? That's very sad. But that just falls on the shoulders of the people that's, you know going through the lip service and, and that are very spotty at best with their, you know, efforts to help uh, somebody go through something. And it's extremely sad, you know, for the people that are closer to these people, you know, if it's a best friend of mine or if it's a family member of mine, that's spotty at best, at best, excuse me. But then there's a person out there that barely knows me willing to, you know, ride through this entire journey with me to see me to a positive ending. You know, those are the people that you want to you know connect with those are the people that you want to have these conversations with um you know and i think you'll feel that energy you'll know that energy when somebody gen genuinely wants to see that you're okay they want to walk you walk with you excuse me to the end of your journey to make sure that you are indeed okay um i can tell you right now it's not going to be the people that you think it's going to be it's it's usually not the people you think are closest to you so just be mindful of that you know in you looking to express just don't start rambling off to any and everybody find that genuine connection and you know use that you know uh catch a vibe with that person and definitely get that breakthrough um that you're looking for you know what i mean and just speak just let it all out um moving on <laughs> 
uh for me you know like i mentioned earlier i'm uh i'm just trying to stay occupied you know what i mean i'm dealing with a lot of this by myself um and staying occupied is definitely you know uh helping i still have my moments but it's helping um and like i said at the beginning of the show still being of service to you guys with this podcast um that's a major help you know for the reasons that i explain I'm, I'm going through something in real time and i'm finding enough strength in me to get on here and have this conversation and it's it's the best of both worlds for me because i still get to comb through the details by myself and not be connected to you know motive driven energy or non-genuine energy but I'm still speaking to a bunch of different people. I don't know all of you listening to the show. I can't see you, and that's a plus, you know, but I'm still getting it off my chest. Uh, and freely, like I said, with no embarrassment or shame attached to it because it's real life. It is what it is, you know. Um, I never, ever tried to portray myself better than anybody else. I never will, you know. I'm just like you guys. You're not alone. I'm not alone. And that you know I, I love that that's why you know i love doing this show uh real quick to anybody you know that has a problem with what's being discussed uh i'm gonna say that sorry i'm not sorry you know um that's my bad if this is not what you want to hear but this show was set up to cover multitudes of discussions and um i take remaining true to self and being genuine very serious you know from the heart shit so that's what you're going to get because this is what's real to me, you know, right now. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, I want to share a story with you guys. I, I'm, I was a little hesitant, but like just as I was saying what I was saying to you guys, I just said, F it. Let me just go ahead and share it. Uh, I had a conversation with my mom that same night, um, the 29th, Wednesday. Uh, I, I didn't add, I wanted to ask her if I could share the story, but I don't think she would mind. So I'm going to share it with you guys anyway. Um, like I said, I had a conversation with her and it was about, you know, when she was extremely sick. Um, I was around like seven, eight years old uh, and she was pregnant with my sister that never made it. Um, you know, and she expressed to me that she was going through like the roughest time of her life during that period. And I never knew that, you know, for me, seven, eight years old, I just knew that she was sick. Uh, she had I knew she was sick and she had she was pregnant. So I'm like, oh, my mom has the flu. And she's pregnant. I remember I used to take her like toast and shit like that. Like I was I was like taking care of my mom's <laughs> legit. You know what I mean? So like I'm excited that I'm, I'm having a sister and, you know, I'm taking care of my mom's like it just it, it felt good to me. But on the other side of that, my mother's side of that, it was the most roughest time of her life. And this came out of her mouth, you know, um. And I do remember how sick she was, you know, but still I just I'm like, she just has the flu. Like I get the flu all the time and I'll be all right. My mom's going to be all right. Sister going to be here like, you know, we we, we cooking. Um, but she filled in some blanks for me, you know, with that story. For one, like I said, she expressed to me that was the roughest time of her life just because of things that was going on with my father and uh, stuff like that. And um, then she told me that she used to say all of the time that she just wanted to die those exact words you know I, I don't know if she'd be praying or whatever or she would just say it out loud in her room but 
she used to say she told me that she used to say all the time she just want to die just let me die let me die let me die you know being that she was so sick um just let me die obviously i didn't know that and what i do remember though you know when my mom got better she she ended up going to the hospital and things like that uh and when she got out i remember her sitting me down on the bed she told me um you know my sister didn't make it and i cried etc but like i said when she filled in some blanks for me that i just expressed to you guys in that story you know and and rounded it out for me i instantly thought of two things one what if my mom had got her wish and she wasn't there to tell me that my sister didn't make it and somebody else had to tell me that my mom and my sister didn't make it what would i have done what what would i have become who would i have lived with like life would have been that's another situation for me where life would have been totally different had that been the outcome so that gave me perspective like a motherfucker <laughs> um and two i thought wow that's crazy that she's saying this to me because right now i find myself feeling so useless you know because of everything that's hitting me from every direction i don't want to be here either i feel like i don't want to be here either but the difference between me and my mother is that i'm too scared to speak life into that i i can't bring my i can't fix my mouth or my lips to say I just want to die. I'm too scared to say that because I know that I don't want to die. No time soon at that. You know, I refuse to to give that life. But that suppressing feeling of not wanting to be here is in my air. It's in my atmosphere, you know, and that shit is thick. It's thick. So, you know, like I said, last episode and things like that, you know, I've been down that road where I came very close to wanting to, you know, off myself over 15 plus years ago. And I didn't. You know, and I learned a lot about uh, suicide in that time, you know, how a person gets there, you know, what gets them there, all of that. And, you know, that ain't I'm I'm not there. I'm not trying to go anywhere, you know, but that feeling, like I said, is it's extremely thick and it comes from just not feeling of use for me specifically right now. I don't know who could relate to this. If you can relate to this, I'm telling you right now you got a purpose you got a purpose and the key is you got to find that purpose i wish i could see any and everybody that's listening to this that feels this type of way so we could really just have a conversation um if you do please don't be scared to, to shoot me a dm um you know on instagram respond to me just get in contact with me some way somehow you know and uh and we can get through this but you know once again back to the story like that 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 thick feeling of just wanting i mean just feeling useless you know it it just has me wanting to not be here it's like all right well what, what's the point you know um the ultimate give up the ultimate quitting feeling ever to want to you know leave the race of life i mean damn um so like i said that hit me very hard you know what i mean when mom dukes had that conversation with me and she filled in those blanks and enlightened me to you know how different that situation was um in perspective from me being a seven eight year old kid you know not taking it that serious and what she was going through as an adult and i commend her once again because i had no clue there's more to this story that i won't share obviously because it's really personal family business but it's so much more to the story that it's like 
damn, man, talking about carrying weights on your back, you know, and I didn't have a clue. I did not have a clue any of this was going on, not because I'm an airheaded kid or an airheaded person, but just because I didn't have a clue. She just did a perfect, flawless job at making sure that I wasn't affected by none of that, you know, um, and I'm, I mean, y'all obviously don't know my moms. I do. <laughs> uh, and I'm proud, extremely proud of her, encouraged by her strength. I mean, I always know my mom was strong as hell. Like, I, I, she was she a soldier, period. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I always knew that, um, you know, and this is just another star or stripe on her jacket, you ask me. But um, what I want you guys to take from it uh, is, you know, nothing lasts forever, you know, and that's pretty much what she was, you know, telling me. And I, I wanted to share with you guys, nothing lasts forever. You know what I mean? Every storm passed. And, you know, for her, this was a major, major, major storm. And like I said, there's so much more to this story. Like you guys you hear what I'm telling you, you know, some of you may say, damn, some of you may say, oh, that's it. It's more to the story. It's a lot more to the story, you know, but she overcame. She definitely overcame, you know, uh, everything that happened in the storm passed. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of us know that, you know, nothing lasts forever and the storms pass and so on and so forth. We, we know better. We know that. But even with us knowing that we still struggle, you know, um, and I understand that it's very hard to stay positive and pack, practice positivity. You know, when the bullets alive, when the bullets flying, you know what I mean? From every direction, I get it. I know how hard it is to sit there and, and, and want to talk that positivity shit and truly ha hold on to hope and, and continue and continue, you know, with that positive uh, mentality. Um, but that that's what we got to do. That's that's what it is. This is life. Like it, it ain't no other way. You know, you got two choices really it's either you're going to hold on to hope and and stay that positive route and know in your heart uh in your mind that better is coming just hold on tight till you get there or you're going to give up you know um a quick analogy i always go back to this because you know f football football did a lot in terms of teach in regards to teaching me about you know life showing me what life is like uh, so, you know, most of you may know that I played, I played, you know, organized football uh, and a bunch of other organized sports. But in organized sports, there's practices and games, obviously. Right. And practice is obviously preparation. That's where, you know, you prepare. It's not like a game under the lights with the big crowds. You know what I mean? Mistakes, though not many, are welcome. You know, that's the time for it. Uh, you want to make your mistakes and correct them. You know what I mean? Like I said, in preparation for the game. But um, being prepared in practice, knowing it all and executing it all against lower tier talent in less strenuous circumstances um, is easily attainable, you know, in practice because it's the ultimate control environment. Uh, you, you know, a bunch of coaches are on the field. Um, you know, you get to run plays over and over again. It's just the ultimately controlled environment, period. But when the lights are bright and the circumstances are rigid, the talent is top notch. You're going against this is where you look to lean on your preparation. Right. The things that you've accomplished in practice. But not everybody shows up in those moments. And what I mean 
is to, you know, correlate it with the live bullets uh, analogy. You know, everything is fine in, in, in practice. You know, you might be laughing, joking, going through the motions a little bit. Yeah, I know this coach. Yeah, I know that coach. You know, but then in the game when you don't have the opportunity to laugh because, you know, it's not that much downtime for teaching or, you know, coaches is not on the field or on the sideline. You, you, you can't rely on that. You know, the time is ticking. The, the game's moving fast. Not everybody shows up in that moment. So all that positivity, all those things that you knew uh, in practice, you all of a sudden forget when you need it most. Now that the bullets are live. Now that they flying at your head and they could take your, your, your skull off your shoulders. You understand? So, you know, people sit there and they're like, just to give you another analogy, people sit there and they're like, you got to be positive. You know, yeah, you got to keep a positive mindset. You got to manifest this. You got to manifest that in your life. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have no time for negativity and this and that. All while everything is going pretty much smooth for them, you know? easy sailing no rough waters you know finances may be straight whether in or, or or not in a relationship you know um everything just case in point is is going pretty smooth for them um it's very easy in that position when things are looking up and they're bright for you to talk that positive shit it's very easy to do that in that instance okay I want to see you maintain that same energy when the water start to get rough and you feel like that boat you got about to flip over and you ain't got no life vest on your boat, you know, because when everything was easy peasy, you know, you, 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 you didn't put no, you didn't think to put no life uh, jacket on your, on your boat, you know, oh, pot, you got to have faith. You got to hold on to hope. You got to pray. You got to do all of these positive things, but now that the bullets are alive and they're about to knock your head off, where does that positivity go? So, I understand when things get rough, when the lights are bright, when the bullets are alive, all of those metaphors and analogies that you can think of, I get it. It's hard to maintain positivity and hope, you know, in the midst of chaos. But, if this is your case, the number one steps to take, the number one steps that I'm taking is reaching out um i haven't reached out to anyone per se uh, but i'm putting it out there that i need help i need real conversations i need real love genuine love genuine ears active listening you know um i need help period you know to get through the things that i'm going through I encourage you guys to do that same exact thing. Take those same exact steps. And remember that the number one thing, you know, after reaching out and getting that help, or if you're able to just look in the mirror and say, you know what, I got to get this thing right, is honesty. It's honesty. So, you know, you could rely on your teammates, so to speak, um, but you got to be honest with them. You know, you got to be honest with them. Uh, find that most trusted out outlet and, you know, just let it fly. I mean, it, it is what it is. You uh, you can't get knocked off the race. I can't allow myself to get knocked off the race. We got to keep pushing forward. And honesty is the number one step we got to take. 
Um, this definitely continues with another, you know, perspective. Till next episode, Preach signing out. Amen.